So on behalf of Father Chris, Deacon David, of our staff here at St. Mary's, and myself, I'd like to welcome each and every one of you to the Easter Vigil here at St. Mary's. I need to take some lessons from Father Chris. Delivered down pretty good. I'd like to welcome also our catechumens who we have here with us, those who we baptized tonight, as well as the candidates that we have here as well who make their profession of faith. And uh, they will um, make a profession of faith in our Catholic faith. I'd like to welcome their sponsors as well as their families, uh, their friends, all those who are here visiting. Maybe especially those who this might be your first Easter vigil. Many of you who are not Catholic um, who have come as well. I'd like to welcome you here um, to our church at St. Mary's. Now, Many of you, as you were coming in, maybe looked around and saw the little, you know, name tags on the side of the benches and whatnot. Maybe quickly you kind of figure out they were reserved for somebody. And a little bit of a secret, maybe next year, maybe this year you take a look again and you can say, hmm, how can I get a reserved seat here at St. Mary's? Maybe <laughs> yeah, I can become a lecturer. Maybe yeah, I can become an altar server. Maybe yeah, I can become a staff member and I can sit in the front row. Maybe yeah, I become one of the members of the choir. So. Maybe you could even come apostle into your life. Remember what that is? Find out. You're in St. Mary's and form apostles for the church and the world. It's very beautiful as we gather again on this great night. There's so many different things to think about. So many great things to be able to receive and to be able to enter into. Kind of amazed and in some sense even overwhelmed. It was amazing to see some people standing outside waiting to get in. The doors to be opened at 6 30. For me, it's pretty red ass, huh? Here at Aggie Land, it's a bigger term for someone who really lives out uh, what it means to be an Aggie, right? Who truly takes it to heart. We also have a name like that in the Catholic Church. It's called a saint. Which we have many of them here at St. Mary's. Pretty awesome, to me at least, recognizing so many people who desire to live out their faith. Particularly not in some sense just to be halfway. I was amazed with particular people here at students at St. Mary's who desire um, to encounter Christ. And not just to encounter Him, but to know Him. And it seems it's not just to know him, but even an intimate way to allow him to heal them, to allow them to redo them, to allow themselves to be led by him. It is the hardest thing for us as humans to let someone else be in control, to let someone else lead us, to let someone else guide us, to let someone else direct us, but to truly to give our heart to the Lord. As we were listening to those readings today, there at the beginning, I spoke about God is God of all nations. He calls all people. Kind of reflecting on this sense of, especially those who are candidates and catechumens, how he went looking for you in your dorm, your apartment, maybe in your homes, planted particular seeds um, in your own heart, in your own life. God continued and desires to go out to all nations, to all places, to all homes, drawing his people back to himself, desiring for them to encounter and to receive his love. 
Back here in this church, pretty amazing over the last few days to see um, a full church, so many people here. Sometimes even a little overwhelming. Because last year, many of you might remember, for Easter Vigil, for Easter, for the Trumel, um, many of you might have been in your homes, in your living rooms. Um, maybe you were with a friend, maybe family members, maybe you were watching um, through live stream. Shout out to all those who are joining us this evening as well through live stream. Uh, glad you're here. It was also even kind of interesting to me that people would come up and say, hey, we celebrated the Easter Vigil in Rome. Hey, Father, we celebrated the Easter Vigil at the Basilica in Washington, D.C. Of course, I was at St. Helens last year, and I had many people come up, hey, Father Will, we celebrated the Easter Vigil with Father Brian at St. Mary's. I didn't take any offense, but, uh, you know. <laughs> great place. But there is something about a church, right? Something about four walls. There's something about a tabernacle. Something about a crucifix. A man crucified. Jesus Christ, who has risen from the dead tonight. And we come to, again, to encounter, to find healing and peace and direction and new, new life. Amazing in some sense, too, that the church, just in some sense, as the baptismal font, also the tomb, aren't necessarily a dead end, or not necessarily the final, per se, destination. But they are all an entrance. We enter into the church, and it's actually entering into the New Jerusalem, into heaven. As we enter into the baptismal font, for those who will be baptized tonight, for those who will be renewing their baptismal promises, realization that we enter into new life. We die to self, entering into new life. As well as the tomb, some sense maybe as Mary Magdalene and the others who came, maybe kind of thought that it was a dead end. We would find in some sense Jesus there in the tomb to anoint him and to continue probably mourning his death. Yet, he is alive. It's an invitation for them to come in, to look around. An invitation for them to go. He is waiting for you in Galilee. It is an entrance. It is a beginning. It is a continuing to live with our Savior Jesus Christ in our own life. Many two particular things I'd like you to take with you. Um, number one is very beautifully read during the second reading, which technically was the ninth reading, or the eighth reading. Jesus says, consequently, you are to live as being dead to sin and alive in God in Jesus Christ. I really want you to take that to heart because it is not an option for us not to die. I think for many of us as Christians, sometimes we think about, hmm, maybe I'll live out my baptismal promises, maybe, maybe I won't, maybe I'll desire to be a Catholic or a Christian sometimes, maybe other times not. It was probably mentioned three or four or five different times in that reading. Christ died. And he invites us to also die so that we may be alive and to live with him. And I hope this is something that you reflect on throughout these next 50 days of Easter and even beyond. I think it's really something that maybe sometimes we stop at. Die? Why do I want to die? Why would I want to die to self? Maybe it's just easier for me to live in this world. 
many, many times the world wants us and sometimes tries to convince us that this world has more to offer than God has to offer. That we can, that there is an option. There's another opportunity to find life here in this world. If you didn't find it over here, you can find it here. If you don't find it there, you can find it here. If you don't find it there, you can find it over here. And our mind, our hearts, the world is always ready to welcome us into a new invitation, a new option to find happiness, to find joy, to find life. I want to say again, the only option is to die and to become alive with Christ. Become alive with Jesus Christ, our Savior, and to live with Him. And maybe I would encourage you, you don't have to figure out the mystery. You don't have to figure out the mystery how Jesus died and rose again. You don't even have to figure out the mystery how we too die with Him in our own baptism and rise with Him in through our baptism and are actually living in with Him now. One of those beautiful things that I felt through the pandemic was hopefully the opportunity that many people, just because we couldn't come to the church or couldn't come to a place we were comfortable familiar with, but hopefully many of you recognized I can encounter Christ in my own heart. I can encounter Christ in my brother or my sister. I can encounter Christ in my parents, maybe in my children. I can encounter Christ and others whom I might struggle with. Maybe those whom I don't love or whom I haven't met. God desiring us to be alive in Him. And just as Father Chris spoke very beautifully on Thursday night about the Eucharist. The mystery that, again, we cannot explain. But we truly believe that the priest and the person of Christ calls down the Holy Spirit into simple bread and wine and become the body and blood of Christ. Jesus Christ feeds us with his own life. You too, in your baptism, those to be baptized tonight, will enter into Jesus' death and his resurrection. I hope and I pray that you do not focus on the sin you leave here tonight thinking, I need to really become holy, I need to really become a saint, I need to really get rid of sin in my life, you're missing the boat. Don't let the, the evil one trick you into that. What I want you to leave with tonight is to be alive with Christ. Keep your focus on Him. Abide in Him and His love and His care for you. Continue to come to the church here, reflecting upon the crucifix, Jesus in the tabernacle. Continue to pray in your own homes, encountering him in yourself and in your friends and family and others. That you may continue to live in Christ. And if you live in him and receive his love and rely on him, the sin will in some sense take care of itself. Because Jesus destroyed sin. It no longer has power. The only power it has is the power that we allow it to have in our life. And honestly, many of us, even me too, allow sin to have a lot of power in our life. But we are dying and becoming alive with Jesus Christ. So let us live with Him. Let us walk with Him. Let us receive Him. Let us recognize that we are worthy of His love and His care. Let us share His brokenness, our brokenness with Him. Share the struggles that we have. Maybe some of you have lost loved ones this year. Maybe a sibling, maybe a child, maybe a parent. 
maybe other particular struggles, sufferings that you have dealt with throughout this pandemic. Maybe some of you didn't adapt very well. Maybe some of you ignored the pandemic. Maybe some of you struggled in many different ways. How is God inviting you to life, to be alive in your baptism, to come back to life? Finally, maybe to leave you with a couple thoughts. Many times in our society, we have, there's a lot of labels, and many times I like to think that there wasn't a time in history that there weren't labels, right? In some sense, Roman, Greek, uh, Pharisee, Sadducee, all these particular different labels or groups, maybe even today, right? Maybe it's the political party, maybe it's the college you go to, maybe it's the dorm you live in, maybe it's whatever it might be, any particular labels. But one label, I hope and I pray, that you desire is the label of Christian. I mean, our world needs more people who recognize that they are Christians. Through their own baptism, they are alive with Christ. Someone calls you a Jesus freak. Live it. If that's where you're at, you're called to be Christ. We're called to, in some sense, live and be his light in the world. Just as I said, this is not our final stop, right? We get sent out tonight. We're sent out after every Mass to become Christ in the world. I hope and I pray that other people were able to see you, and maybe they do say, that's a Christian. That's someone who is alive in Christ. That is someone who is not, in some sense, living for the world. They're living for Christ. So tonight, every day, encourage you to continue to reflect how, how are you dead with Christ dead to ourself and alive with Christ living in his love and his mercy for you thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic homilies you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes Spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcasts be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.